Welcome back to the Knockout Sports and joining me right now as we put the finishing touches on the high school basketball season. It is Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports as he's been joining us the last several weeks talking about high school basketball. Alec, it is great to chat with you once again, man. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. Well, Alec, uh, first off, let's just start here, man. Give me your thoughts as very much different from last year. We actually do have state champions instead of co-champions. Yeah, we crowned um, six six more state champions this past weekend, and there were fans in the buildings. The players got to celebrate with their friends and families, and um, it was it was kind of a cool atmosphere to to see, especially where I was at the Metro, to see how it played out. Obviously, the arenas weren't at capacity or anything, but um, it's it's still kind of a surreal atmosphere, and it was um, a great punctuation mark to this high school basketball season. Well, Alec, let's just start right there, obviously, with Class B. Let me get your thoughts there. Lodgegrass uh, wins on the boys' side, second consecutive title for them. Big Timber on the girls' side. Uh, what did you think about the two state champions? Well, Lodgegrass, um, I know they probably didn't play their best basketball all season, but, man, they looked good this weekend. Um, they have the best player on the floor every time they step out there, and um, Damon Grovon, and he didn't necessarily even have um, a, a remarkable tournament by his standards. Um, he mm-hmm. had some some good stretches he put together, um, but overall he didn't shoot the ball that well. But that's why um, you know that's why they're a good team and that's why they're state champions because they have other guys outside of him and they were really impressive and especially defensively. That's the best I think I've seen them play defensively um, over the span of the last two years. So Lodgegrass was very very impressive this weekend with three double digit victories. Um, and as far as the girls' side, Big Timber, unbeaten season. Uh, what more can you say about them? They ran through the gauntlet in the Southern B, and then they ran through half the Southern B again to get a state championship. Um, to be able to go unbeaten in the Southern B that claimed all three trophies at the state tournament, um, that's, that's pretty remarkable. And a lot of those girls are going to be coming back next year, so don't be surprised if, if Big Timber's competing again. Alec, what games stood out to you or like the game of the tournaments? One for the boys, one for the girls. Uh, on the boys' side, I think the semifinal game between uh, Man- or yeah, excuse me, Manhattan and Thompson Falls was it was terrific. Um, and Manhattan jumped on them early, and I thought that Manhattan would kind of put them away, but Thompson Falls, um, they fought back. They hit some big, big shots in the second half, and especially the second quarter to get them back into the game. Um, ultimately went went to overtime and they just kind of ran out of steam but um, that was a pretty impressive showing from the three seed out of the west they I think they shocked a lot of people with how they played this weekend and I was I was surprised as well that that was a good basketball team on the girls side um, a loser out game between Anaconda and Missoula Loyola on Friday morning um, those two were two and three in the western division and um, honestly I think those were the best two teams out of the west um, Eureka didn't have a great showing this weekend but um, they went to overtime and Anaconda escaped there again, but um, that that was that was a great game. the The girls semifinals and championships weren't necessarily necessarily as close um, as I think some people might have expected or hoped, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's just that's just the uh, the level of play that Big Timber was at was so superior to everybody else around them as well. 
Right now, we are with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports as we are putting the finishing touches on the high school basketball season as all classifications now have state champions, and we put the 2021 season in the books. Uh, Alec, taking a look at uh, Class C real quick, what stood out to you from the results there as we saw Scobie on the boys' side and Fort Benton on the girls' side win state championships? Yeah, that Scobie championship game, man, they put 40, or they 40 pointed twin bridges. Um, that's pretty surprising in any state championship. Um, obviously, Scobie's a really, really, really good basketball team. Um, semifinal games. There were some great semifinal games, though. Um, Twin outlasted Fort Benton by one, and uh, Scobie held off Manhattan Christian. Um, maybe that Scobie Manhattan Christian game was more of a state championship game than a semifinal game, but um, Manhattan Christian fought back around, got third place. Uh, they won the West. They only lost to Twin Bridges once all year, so. Maybe that was really the state championship game, but man, Scobie was awful, awful impressive on the boys' side. And uh, on the girls' side, you know, Fort Benton, they, they played a really tough schedule in the regular season this year. They played Haver, who ended up winning the state A title and only lost to Haver by five. And honestly, they had the Blue Ponies on the ropes. Um, they showed they can win in a couple different ways, too. You know, they, they put up 74, um, they put up 64 in the semifinals, and then they grinded out a a five-point win over Plentywood in the first round. Um, so it was a great weekend for Fort Benton and an impressive showing in what was their program's first state title. Alec, uh, what game really stood out to you in terms of, was there a surprise in this Class C tournament at all? Yeah, you know, I think there was. The Obviously, I didn't think the South was quite as strong as um, the other three divisions, but, man, Bridger and Broadus had a tough go this weekend. Um, Bridger got beat by 20 in the first round, 25 in the second round. Um, Broadus got beat by 40 by Scobie in the first round and um, lost by 20 to Belt, too. So um, I think that the South might have to go back to the drawing board a little bit, but Mm -hmm. both those teams are young, and it wouldn't surprise me if they're back again next year. Alec, let's take a look at the Class AA state tournament. Um, I Listen, I'll say this. I thought Great Falls would come away with a state championship uh, Saturday night. Uh, but they fall short uh, to Skyview. And once again, uh, Skyview, who finished as a co-champion uh, last year, I, I don't know if they would have been able to beat Hellgate, but I got to imagine that, that must have been a good feeling for them as a co-champion last year to make up and come back and win a state title this year. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Those guys that didn't get to play in that state championship game last year, that they get to go this year and then uh, kind of validate that that co-championship, so to speak. Um, and Man, they had to they had to beat some good teams to do it. I was I think I'd be as surprised as anybody. I can admit that I didn't see the Sentinel game coming. Um to beat them by twenty two, my goodness. That's mm-hmm. that's a really impressive performance. And um Peyton Sanders is you know, I thought he was he was fun to watch all year. He's a really fun player to watch. He can do a lot of different things and man, he showed he showed what he's capable of this weekend and, and all those guys. They got a really talented group right there and at Skyview and uh you know good for those kids I also I I'm with you there too I thought Great Falls High would get Skyview Saturday night but um I think that's just kudos to Morales and what he's able to do with that group of kids here's the thing Alec I want to get your thoughts on because obviously before Morales got there Skyview really hadn't had a lot of success in terms of the basketball Mm -hmm. court but since he's been there they've won four state championships I think they have even more state title appearances as well he's really built Skyview into a basketball power in the double a he has he absolutely has um yeah I remember growing up just outside of Billings and Broadview and um Skyview wasn't really anything to write home about and now 
they're they're the best team in Billings. Um, I think what he's done with that program is is tremendous, and he does it from a developmental aspect too. You know, he's getting he's turning kids, sophomores, juniors out there, and they're producing for him. Um, I, it's it's tremendous and unbelievable what he's been able to do with that basketball program. Alec, flipping it over to the girls' side, uh, it was definitely a defensive slugfest, and for Capital to come back against Hellgate, uh, kudos to them. But another team that finishes a co-champion winning a state championship this year. Yeah, yeah, good for the Bruins. Um, those Barsh sisters, are they are a lot to handle. I think um, I think both Billings West and Missoula Hellgate found that out again firsthand. Um, those girls are really talented, and it's, it's not just them. You know, you don't win a state championship with two players. Um, the names are slipping me right now. Mara McGinley, maybe is one of them. Um, you know, Capitals got more than just the Barch sisters to get it done. Um, Hellgate, good for them. Great season, great season. Um, to win the West in the regular season to get to a state championship, um, that's that's great for the program there too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Helena Capital, that's those Barch sisters or something else. <laughs> that they are and i'm glad they were able to least get one state championship out of this deal and once again helena just shows how much of a power they are in terms of girls basketball uh at least in the double a it's been uh all teams in helena that have won state championships that nobody outside of helena's won one in some time yeah there's good basketball right there in helena <laughs> there's really good basketball there in helena we'll see we'll see what happens here in the future because i know billings west girls have Gosh, a load of underclassmen that are really talented. Um, so I know they were playing Saturday night in that consolation game, but I wouldn't be too surprised if they're playing for a state championship next year. Well, I'll tell you this much, Alec, and I don't know how much you've looked ahead to next year. We've only been a couple of days over with this season, but I have to imagine, and if I was just looking at it, Hellgate with all that they return for next season, Billings West, as you mentioned, such a young team uh, that did so well in the state tournament. I got to imagine those are the two early favorites, maybe even the way too early favorites at this point uh, for next season. <laughs> Yeah, way too early probably, but um, yeah, I think you have to start with those two and maybe even add it in Skyview. Brooke Berry will be back, and she might be the best player in the state. Um, so yeah, I think you start with Weston West and Hellgate next year, though. They're going to be monsters. Right now, we're with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Coming up next year on the Knockout Sports, we'll get his thoughts, and he is going to pick the West region for the NCAA tournament bracket that gets underway later this weekend. We'll do the picks next here on the Knockout Sports. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home. Learning at home. And banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. The NCAA tournament is going on later this week. Games start on Thursday with the first four in, and then Friday as well as Saturday with the first round. Joining us to make his picks for the West region, it is Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. He joins us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Alec, uh, you get the number one overall seed, I have to imagine, which is Gonzaga. So I'm going to start with this question before we start with the picks. If you had to make a bet, would you take Gonzaga or the field? I'm going to give you all the other teams. You either pick Gonzaga or all the other teams to win a national championship. Which way are you leaning? Man, that's tough. Um, <laughs> in a one-game scenario, I think it's hard to pick against the field. Um, maybe if they were playing a best-of-three that 
I think that'd make my choice to Gonzaga a little easier, but oh man, um, God, they haven't lost. They've beaten some good teams. <sighs> Give me the field, but that's not to say that I don't have Gonzaga going pretty deep. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, let's just start with this. Uh, Norfolk State versus Appalachian State. They get The winner gets to play Gonzaga. Who do you have playing Gonzaga? Um, Appalachian State, but I really don't think it matters who wins that game. I think Gonzaga probably puts a pretty good whooping on them, so they better enjoy that that first four win because they're going to get a reality check in the next round. So I think it's safe to say then you're going to move Gonzaga to the uh, second round of the tournament, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'll move them on. <laughs> Oklahoma. I'll see one of those big one sixteen upsets. Not <laughs> not in this year's bracket. <laughs> um, Oklahoma versus Missouri. I'll take Oklahoma. I think the Big Twelve was was really good this year, and um, Oklahoma's they've been through it. I know they're not playing their best, but they've been through it. So I'll take Oklahoma. Creighton versus uh, University of Santa Barbara. I'll take Creighton. Um, I actually liked this game as a possible upset when the bracket first came out, but I think we'll get to one of those a little sooner. But I'll take Creighton in this one. Um, Big East championship game, I think, is just an aberration. Virginia versus Ohio. And this is the upset I have. Um, Virginia is, honestly, I'm not really sure what the deal is going to be with with their COVID pause and everything. But as we've seen all year, teams coming out of the break of COVID have really struggled. So, um, and I think Ohio's going to be a team that can give Virginia fits. I think Virginia is not as good as people think this year. You got another play-in game here, Wichita State or Drake. Who do you got advancing? I'll take Drake. Um, They split with Loyola Chicago this year, and I think Drake plays some really good defense. I think that they're a tough team. Do you have them upsetting USC? I do not. I do not. I think that the Mobley kid from USC is going to be a little bit too much for them to handle. Um, and I know USC doesn't shoot a ton of threes, but I don't think Drake does either. So that's that's going to be a, a slugfest a bit, but I think USC will hold them off. Kansas versus Eastern Washington. Now, this is interesting, too, because Kansas has, they've had their, their COVID issues right now as well. So... Um, this is upset potential. I think Kansas is going to win this game, but I don't. I wouldn't be too surprised if Eastern Washington gives them a run. They've they've been playing well, and um, Kansas is going to have to take you know, seven days off or whatever it is. All right, let's go to Oregon versus VCU. I have Oregon, and uh, actually, I have Oregon going fairly deep in this bracket. I think. Um, Okay. Well, they they didn't uh, didn't play their best basketball at the end of the year, but I think that's a really talented team. All right, last game here in this bracket in terms of the first round, Iowa versus Grand Canyon. Who do you got? I'll take Iowa. I, I think that's pretty easy. I think Luca Garza is going to be a whole handful of problems for Grand Canyon in that game. All right, so now on to the second round, Oregon versus Iowa. Who do you got? I have Oregon. Um, I have Oregon. I know that... Iowa can really, really fill it up, but um, all it takes is one bad shooting night, and shoot, the upset's got to happen somewhere, right? I can't just go chalk all the way. <laughs> we got a couple in there, so we'll see. I got, I got one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I got one or two. Um, USC versus Kansas. Who do you got? I have Kansas, but um, I don't think it's going to be pretty. Like I said, with the COVID pause, but uh, USC doesn't shoot a lot of threes. Kansas doesn't shoot a lot of threes, so. Um, I don't think it's going to be a pretty basketball game to watch, but I think Kansas's talent is enough to win that game. 
Speaking to one of the upsets you do have, which is Ohio, uh, you got them taking on Creighton. Who do you got? I have Creighton. I think that Ohio's little Cinderella run will come to an end, but um, that's that's probably going to be a close game too. I think Ohio's in a in a good position to make a run to the Sweet 16, but I do have Creighton advancing. Gonzaga versus Oklahoma. That's Gonzaga. Gonzaga once again. I, it's going to be hard for me to pick against them. Now we're on to the Sweet 16 matchups here. We have Gonzaga and Creighton. Who do you got advancing? That's uh, Gonzaga one more time. Um, I think that unbeaten record will get to at least 35-0 and 0 for now. Okay. All right. Then the other matchup, Kansas versus Oregon. Who is advancing? You know, if Kansas didn't have to have this little break, I would really like them to um, to win this game and probably give Gonzaga a run. But I'm going to lean Oregon. Um, I think that Oregon's got some upperclassmen that have been playing together a while. And that, hey, that makes a difference in the tournament. Guard play and um, experience makes a big difference in the tournament. So I think uh, I'll take Oregon. So, Alec, you have Gonzaga taking on Oregon for the Region West Championship. Who do you have advancing to the Final Four? Well, I think it's Gonzaga again. I think uh, I think Mark Hughes is going to take him to another Final Four, and um, you know, honestly, I think they're going to play for a national championship as well. Um, I won't I won't spoil who I have winning a national championship, but I think Gonzaga will be in that game. All right, fair enough. So you have the West, and you have Gonzaga advancing uh, into the Final Four. So let me get your thoughts on this because this is only we're only picking one bracket. One guest is only picking one bracket. Um, let me get your thoughts then on, on this, Alec. Who are your final four teams, or your, at least your two early final four teams at this point? Yeah, probably too early for this, too. Um, I have Gonzaga out of the West. I have Alabama out of the East, so Ooh. that they would play each other. And um, I have Gonzaga winning that game to get to the national championship. And uh, out of the out of the South, I have Baylor. Um, I, man, I really, really like Arkansas and Ohio State over there as well. But um, I have Baylor coming out, and... Um, out of the Midwest, I have Illinois, who is actually my eventual national champion. Um, I like the way they're playing, and I think that they they went through the toughest toughest conference in college basketball this year, and man, they were impressive down the stretch. So I have Illinois beating Gonzaga for the national championship. All right, Illinois. All right, I like it. I like it. So, Alec, let me ask you this then: Who do you want to see as that Cinderella team potentially in this tournament? It can be from any bracket. Who do you like as a Cinderella? <laughs> Um, I think as a big sky guy, it would be fun to see Eastern Washington make a run, but, um, I, I don't think really that's, that's that realistic. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Winthrop. Winthrop's only got one loss this year. Um, the 12 seed out of the South and, uh, they get Villanova in the first round and Villanova hasn't played well since Gillespie went down with that leg injury. So I think that's big time upset potential there. And I think Winthrop could play itself into the sweet 16. Um, that's, good basketball team you don't get through an entire regular season with one loss for no reason there you have it folks alec boffinger joining us here on uh the knockdown sports as we get his thoughts on the ncaa tournament he has picked the west region and we'll see how uh, how many he gets right as we get ready for the ncaa tournament later this week alec if people want to follow if people want to follow your work the latest on the high school basketball season how can they do that I do it at montanasports.com as always um we have Top, uh, top-notch sports coverage on our website from our team around the state, and you can follow me on Twitter, too, at AlecBoff13. And, hey, friendly disclaimer um, to those people who may listen to this, you know, don't don't uh, take my predictions to the bank or take it to the <laughs> sports book by any means. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are you saying, Alec? I can't go to Montana Sports Betting and look at your bracket and just go ahead and say, okay, I'm going to go with all of Alex's picks? I don't know if you'd uh, if you'd come out with any money doing that. You might lose more than you, <laughs> than you bargained for. <laughs> great stuff. Great stuff with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Alec, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate the insight as well. Look forward to chatting with you again soon, and have a great rest of your day, my man. Yeah, anytime, my man, and looking forward to the spring sports season.